Welcome to Conquering Daily. I'm Rachel Lewison, your host and the author of Conquering Me. This is our second episode called Confront, and I'm here with another set of beautiful ladies that's going to share with us their experience as they read through the book and their part in Confront. So before we get into it, though, I do have an icebreaker, and this is the icebreaker. You ladies ready? Yes. Okay, so if you were faced with yourself from five years ago, what would you tell your younger self? that would be helpful to you today. Oof, that's Oof. good. Anyone want to start? Oh my gosh. <laughs> From five years ago, I was very young. You know, I'm still very young. Um, but I would tell myself to definitely dig deeper in my relationship with the Lord, like in my singleness, because there's a lot of things that I care, that I didn't deal with in my younger years that I could have dealt with in my singleness, that now I'm in marriage that I should have dealt with back then you get what I'm saying mm -hmm. so I would definitely tell myself to like dig in deeper with my relationship with the Lord and confronting those things like even childhood issues and mm -hmm. things like that you know I would tell myself to dig deeper I love that yeah. and that's so profound because in the first episode we talked about compiling those mm -hmm. things that we've collected subconsciously and consciously and we talked about taking those things that we compiled yeah. and how those things stained us mm -hmm. and yeah. it really predicates to us the way we move, the way we act. Mm. And now that we have that awareness of what those things that we compile, we can confront those things. Yeah. So like you said, in those first section, you realize that you carry some things that you wish you would have confronted. Mm -hmm. What are some of the other things that you guys seen in this book? Well, I guess speaking to your question or the icebreaker for me, so five years ago, I was 27. I would have told myself to slow down and appreciate the moment. Mm. So I was raised in a very forward focused family mm. where you go to school, then you go get your master's and you get married da, da, da. and it voided itself of me appreciating where Lauren is mm. and the goals and the dreams and the aspirations and even the will of the Lord for Lauren. Mm. Yeah. Because at that time and speaking to compiling, I was so happy pleasing everybody else and I bypass my own moment. Mm -hmm. So I would tell myself to slow down mm. and be okay with that. Yeah, yeah mine's kind of similar to that. Um, five years ago, I was still in high school. Yeah. Um, so I was just still trying to figure out who I was, where my life was going, and honestly, I'm st I still am, but I think if I were to say anything to that younger me, I would say that like my value doesn't come from what other people say about me or even what I say about me because what I say about me is sometimes led by um, worldly viewpoints and um, just like the appreciation of what other people have to say but that's not where my worth comes from. Right. My worth so, is rooted in the Lord and what yeah. he says about me and when yeah. he says that I am like fearfully and wonderfully made that is not a lie. Like he means mm -hmm. that and those words hold value and those words hold power over me so like especially like growing up yeah. it's really important that you get to know yourself yeah. on a deeper level instead of um just like the validation of who your friends and who the world says you are mm. especially in the age of social media where it can be so hard yes, yes. yes. Wow. and i think that you hit something like yeah. on the nose because for me because of you know that we live in a time where we're seeking validation we want to do everything picture perfect mm -hmm. so yeah. for me if i was to face my younger self or if my younger self was to face me, I don't even know the question anymore. But I would definitely tell myself to don't take yourself so seriously, mm. right? That's because good. I always, 
done things in a manner where no it had to look like this or it had to be perfect or if it doesn't look like this then you know people are going to judge you or right. you know yeah. or it's just not going to get done if you don't have this much money then it's not going to be done right so in turn i was uh hindering myself hindering mm. my my growth but i learned in that process was god was only strong when i recognized that i was weak mm. so I would definitely acknowledge the fact that I am inadequate mm -hmm. because I try so hard to be adequate, mm -hmm. especially yeah. growing up in a family where I'm the youngest of 10 kids. I'm nine out of 10 kids and I have one sister younger than me. So I've always was in a place where trying to play catch up or if I did something, if I accomplished mm -hmm. something, yes. it was prejudged or what would they think? Or, you know, I, I'm not doing it like them. They're perfectionists. Is it going to amount to that? Right. So I would yeah. definitely tell myself to. It's okay. Embrace who you are, the imperfect part of who you are, mm -hmm. and not try to fit a mold or another version of yourself that God didn't design for you to, to fit in. Mm, that's so yeah. good. And I, this, this session good. for me was definitely, it definitely ministered to me. And one of the things that I want to share with you out there that, that we mentioned in Confront is something that I had to learn to deprogram myself from. And we actually talked about it in one of our women's Bible studies. Hmm. Um, and I said, confrontation is not for retaliation. Mm. It's not for justification or vindication, but it is simply for reconciliation. Mm -hmm. And when we are in a place where we are confronting ourselves in the various areas of our life, our shortcomings, or even the things that we have accomplished, we have to really understand and adjust our mindset to say, you know what? The purpose behind this is not to make us look bad. It's not to make us feel bad. It's not to compare. It's not to have a one-upper uh, attitude, but it's to kind of, it's to mend, you know, those things that were broken, Yeah. you know? That's good. Um, Share with me. I don't want to do all the talking. <laughs> Share with me. I want you guys to kind of chime in because this was so good. And I can I can talk as the host. Mm -hmm. I can talk, but I really, you know, invite you guys to share what other things that you have experienced in this section. Well, just to kind of like set the tone for it, I what really stuck out to me is that like confrontation is brave. You have to be really vulnerable and really brave when you're going into it. But there's also such a key difference in like what a brave space is versus a safe place. Come yes. on. Um, when we are in that safe place, we are comfortable. We are yes. included. We feel like a whole safe space is meant to be inclusive to everybody, yeah, exactly. to re be relatable. But that is not what God has called us to do. God calls us out of our comfort zone continuously, yes. challenging us to like build us up and to um, just acknowledge those things that we are carrying, which is not an easy thing to do. It is very natural for humans to try to just like push that away and just not deal with it. Oh, I'll deal with it later. Yeah. Like that's not going to help you grow as a Christian. It's not going to help you grow as a person. Yeah. And it's, I found it very hard to love others when you're having that hard time loving yourself because right. you are holding so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in order to call that out, you need to be very brave. And I think that that is, it's a very vulnerable thing to do, but it's also something that you have to take to God first. Yes. Amen. I love funny. it. I love it. Brave is not synonymous to, uh, it's not the same space as being safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and for me, like, even as a Christian, I thought like confrontation meant that almost the opposite, like not being brave, but being passive. Mm. Yeah. Cause I felt like as a Christian, you know, the, the, the scripture that I list here is in Matthew five, right. Um, eye for an eye, like, you know, turn mm -hmm. the other cheek. If a person takes your shirt off of your jacket yes. and I 
I interpret that as just being passive. Mm. And as a Christian, it's like, well, Jesus was never really passive. No, you know he I mean? wasn't. He was great. He flipped over tables at <laughs> times. And I always misinterpreted the scripture as this is what God is saying it means to be a Christian when it comes to confrontation, especially confronting others to yeah. be like, oh, I'm nothing. Okay. Yeah. Do take advantage of me. I'm a carpet. I'm, But that's not, that's a misunderstanding of what it is to confront. Amen. Yeah. You know, I, I mistook that for, for actually being meek and that's mm. not meek as well. Amen. Um, but Jesus is saying here in, in the, in the, place of confrontation use it as an opportunity for reconciliation right yeah. Amen. like it's 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 not the same when a person he's saying don't don't lean into the evil here but yet you could still resist it and stand on mending yeah. stand on putting things the right way yeah. as it's supposed to be you know yes that's really good so i love everything about this um devotional but i particularly like confront to me i interacted with this section mm. in a very hopeful way mm. because to me as i've matured in my faith and as i've gained a deeper understanding of who god truly is when i read the phrase confrontation is not for retaliation justification or vindication but is simply for reconciliation to me that hones directly into restorative justice mm. and god is in the business of restoring things but in order for things to be restored we need to confront what has been broken yes. Yes. and so there are things in our own life that we need to confront but if you notice in scripture as well most of the time, no, I'm sorry, all the time <laughs> when Jesus was confronting something, he consulted his father. Yes, he did. He set the blueprint for how we should be responding to confrontation. Yes. And that's going before our father and saying, Lord, how do I make this right before you so that when I do it with the other people and the people you've created and the people that you love, it will also be right with them. And it will be a testimony to who you are and the gospel yeah, and yes. having a relationship with you. So it's hopeful. It's heavy, yeah. but it's hopeful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if our whole life is really created to glorify our father, confrontation is a must. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. a must. Like it's unavoidable. Yeah. But I think what we can get so hung up and so bound and have all these strongholds is because we do it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And Lauren, you shared something really good. Yes. And I don't want to steal it from you. No, take about it. About the order of confrontation. Yes. Can you just share a little bit about that? So I was saying earlier that confrontation starts with God. You talk to God about it. Yeah. You say, what is it that I need to be dealing with in this? Mm -hmm. It's not just, Lord, this is what happened. No, what do I need to be dealing with? Mm -hmm. yeah. So if we look at the woman at the well, the Lord needs to deal with her heart, even though the world wants her to deal with her infidelity. Yeah. So after the Lord answers that for you, that's when you approach people mm -hmm. and you say, hey, this is what I want to reconcile with you. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to repair with you. You start your language start to change because the Lord is downloading things to you through the work of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Um, 
So in closing, we were initially separated from the presence of God through our sin. Mm -hmm. But God created a plan of salvation, a plan for us to be reconciled back unto him by sending his son, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And what that tells me is that from that separation, we were never fully complete. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in order for us to be completely whole, reconciliation must happen. Amen. If you're reading yeah. the Bible, you'll understand that the whole Bible is set up to confront us mm. in our sin, mm. that we may be reconciled back to God, that mm. we may be yeah. truly on our way to completion, that process, right? He who has begun a good work shall continue it. That Amen. completed wholeness that God desires for us to have starts with confrontation. Amen. Yeah. When we give our life to God. The first thing that we do is we confront ourselves as sinners. Mm -hmm. We say, God, I know I'm a sinner in need of a savior. And if that's you today and you're, if you're struggling with confrontation, I want to encourage you to start with acknowledging who you are. We are a sinner. We all have sin and falling short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. That's why every day we must die daily and allow God to live within us. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you to start with that. God, I am a sinner knowing that you are my savior and whatever it is that I need to confront. If there's a piece of me that needs mending, Lord, allow it to be well with you. So there mm. will be a peace within me yeah. and allow God mm. to confront Amen. the things that matters to him, that we may be truly reconciled and whole and complete. Thank you for tuning in on the second episode of Confrontation. I love you ladies. Let's conquer.